Well, hello, everyone. How are you doing today? I hope you are enjoying our Summer Stars series. We have a very special guest for you today. And I have to tell a little story on myself because this is how I found Stacy and why, why she's so important to what we do in our health. A few years back, some of you may have seen this post. I did a, I did a podcast on it actually, which is I opened up my cabinet, my pantry with food pantry. And I looked in there and all of a sudden, like it slapped me. Like it was a slap upside the head. I was like, whoa, it was the biggest mess I've ever seen in my life. There was, there was no organization. And I just like, and for somebody who prides herself in being a, a very organized person, I just went, what the heck am I thinking? I mean, how can I even cook out of this pantry? And I stopped and I ended up spending an entire day cleaning this thing within an inch of its life, like getting stuff out, decluttering it, doing all the things. And it shifted. It shifted my eating. It shifted my energy and it shifted my weight. So, and, and when I say my weight, what I mean by that is by, to me, I think that when we release stuff, it makes it a little bit better for us. And when we have um, clean cabinets that we can pick food out of easily, then it makes it easy to make good, healthy choices instead of, you know, whatever happens to be there. So I went looking for the expert on this when I wanted to do our Summer Stars series. And that's how I found Stacy Crew. So I'm gonna be introducing her to you today. You're gonna to love her. And she has so much to share, including an amazing book. So thank you for being here. Hey there, Kelly here. And thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. Stacy, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? Holly, I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Can you tell everybody just a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what's going on in your world? Yeah, sure. So I'm a certified health coach and an author of Mind Body Kitchen, Transform You and Your Kitchen for a Healthier Lifestyle. And I help people make small shifts that result in big change over time. So it's it's really all about those small changes. Um, I also host a radio show called Practical Mindset. And we talk about all things Mind Body Kitchen. And um, yeah, so I'm, and I'm open to, to coaching people. Um, and yeah, I'm just all about making those small changes that are going to help people, you know, and not only with their um, physical appearance, but really what's happening up here, because mindset, you know, it really all starts in how, in how we're thinking. You know, and it's funny because people will be like, oh, here we go. Kelly just found somebody that thinks just like her. But it's true, right? You have to have those small steps because big giant leaps aren't, they aren't sustainable. And right. it does all belong, begin in our head. Like once we have it in our head and we can make things work, then it's like, it's a complete shift, isn't it? So, yeah. So where do you want to go? I mean, I, Actually, can I talk about your book first? Yeah. Do you mind? Okay. Um, so I'm reading your book 
And I'm thinking this is really, you know, like A, we're super aligned and B, um, you had this analogy in there that I went, oh my gosh, how come I didn't think this up? It was brilliant. And you talked about when you get a health plan and and you're going to have to fix this, fix what I'm saying. I'm putting th- words in your mouth right now. But when you have a health plan, it's like a house remodel. And so tell us how that analogy works, because it's it's a very, very strong, brilliant idea. Thank you. And I, I think it's relatable to, um, you know, because I, I, so I've done a, a home renovation um, and it was the first one. And when you know, we started to realize, and I think this is why most people go over budget when they they do a house renovation. It's because they're not looking at the the entire picture, and it's hard sometimes if you're stepping into something that you aren't familiar with. So, when it comes to health, for example, a lot of people will just you know January one's a big time for people to go and join a gym, right? You know, and right. drop that, you know, make that commitment for a year and be dropping down $1,200 for, you know, this gym membership. Meanwhile, they haven't really thought about other things. So it's, and I outline this in my book, but what you want to think about is not only just making those small changes, because if we, we all know that by the end of January, February, the gyms are pretty quiet after (laughs) that. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) They are. (laughs) Are. They they lose people lose their momentum and they're they're you know they're not building up they're starting big and then dropping down so it's, as far as the house renovation I think the example I used is like you're you're deciding that you want to replace the flooring in your kitchen and so you replace that flooring but what you haven't considered is the other rooms that are adjacent to the kitchen and then all of a sudden you're looking at the flooring and there's this disruption because it's not flowing throughout and you can see the other spaces and you can see the divide so relating that back to health we want to consider everything we want to consider mind body kitchen you know um what do we want to do for our mindset do we really need to to maybe get the support of a coach or even a therapist, you know, if, if we've got some really kind of old thinking patterns. Um, and I, I love therapy. I'm all about that. But, um, but you know, it might just be that we need someone to kind of help us sort through a few things and, and figure out how we can better think about our approach to our health moving forward. So there's the mind, there's the body. Are we going to, does it make sense to spend a lot of money on a gym membership or would we do better knowing ourselves? Because that's another thing too, is really being honest with ourselves. Are we going to go and do this, you know, workout that we just, we're walking into the gym being like resistant to begin with. So maybe it means just going out and walking a mile every day, or maybe walking a mile three times a week. So we've got to be really, you know, careful and realistic about that choice those choices when it comes to the fitness and I, I know that's your your domain so um you know and then the kitchen what are we going to do to nourish our bodies and again revamping our entire routine how we do things it's not realistic so what right. what elements can we incorporate into our daily routine that are actually going to work and put us in a place where we're we we have success you know because that's feels good. If we can do something and nail it and then pat ourselves on the back, that gives us more motivation than if we set ourselves up and then we don't succeed, 
then we're shaming ourselves, right? And we don't want to do that. So it's just those little things. Yeah. It's, so it's basically what you what you're thinking is that you make the plan, you make the big renovation plan, but then <laughs> you look at it and you go, okay. Like if it was me, I'd be like, what's the smallest thing I can do mind-wise or body-wise or kitchen-wise? And not necessarily like so teeny teeny that it doesn't matter, but what's something small that's manageable? And and then approach the plan that way instead of like just diving in willy-nilly, which is what happens. You're right. You know, we all know this. I mean, I've done it too. January 1st. Oh my gosh, you know, it's it's resolution time. Let's do this puppy. And so, yeah, it's like being more systematic and more holistic, I guess. Exactly. And holistic is a perfect word because it's real. Health is more than just what we eat. It's more than just what we put into our body. It's, and you'll find that out in my book too. It's, you know, I talk about um, chemicals in the home and how we can detox our home. That's part of being healthy. So we also need to consider our finances, you know, can, can I realistically afford another membership? You know, does that make sense? So it's really being mindful of all the things and then choosing where you can, you know, get the the most impact for even the least amount of input. And I I don't want to say, like you were saying, you know, you don't want to do something so that it's so little that it really doesn't matter. We want to, we want to choose things that we're going to feel good about and see some results. But if we can kind of, you know, navigate that or straddle that fence of impact and, you know, what we're committing to, it's, it can make a big difference. Yeah. And it's funny when you say about the finances, I, somebody yesterday told me about this new, new workout and she's like, oh my gosh, it was the hardest thing I'd ever done. So of course, you know, that piece of me that's like all, you know, competitive, I'm like, oh, it's the hardest thing she's ever done. So I'm looking it up and I'm looking at it and I'm like, whoa, that's, that's a little pricey. Like if I add that and I add the Pilates and I add the gym and holy smokes. And then all of a sudden the, the rational brain went, what are you even doing? (laughs) Stop. And those new ways, like the people are always going to have, there's always going to be a new thing, right? The latest and greatest thing. And if it's marketed well, which a lot of these are, people are going to be attracted to it. So it's, and again, this is another part of being healthy is stepping back and saying, wait a minute, it does that align with my overall goals? Do I really want right. to just off and, you know, try that out when, you know, I've already got a set plan. So, and for a lot of people, you know, they'll say, oh, well, I'm bored. I, you know, so then maybe change it up, but it doesn't mean changing it up to the point of joining something that, you know, costs a lot of money and, and, you know, it's just the latest fad. Latest fad. And probably the thing that will like, you know, throw my joints into like absolute quandary. And that'll be that for six months. So yeah, you're right. Sometimes you just have to stop (laughs) and look. (laughs) So, um, so I want to talk about, I mean, I've got so much I want to talk about with you. And I know that that we have a limited amount of time. But one thing that I thought about, you, you were talking about meal planning. And and I'm I, I tell people all the time, you know, you need to plan your meals, you need to put up your put together a list, you need to find that time and you know, go shopping and yada yada yada. But you said something that was just so smart. You said, and then take the meal plan that you've created and put it somewhere so that you see it. And I mean, to you it probably seems like, well, 
Duh, Kelly. <laughs> but, but to me, I'm thinking, how many times have I planned meals and then gone out, bought everything, get home, and maybe it's Wednesday or Thursday, it's been a long day, and I have to fix dinner, and I'm looking in my kitchen thinking, uh, what do I even do? So you, you're very good at coming up with nice, clear, concise steps for people. Uh, in fact, another thing that I found that you had done, which I thought was brilliant, was something called, you call it a uh, GoPack, right? Tell us about GoPack real quick, because yeah, sure. everyone needs to know this. And <laughs> it's Stacy's it's thing, so yeah. Well, I, I, so part of the reason that I wrote Mind Body Kitchen was it was just kind of, I, I, I was a professional organizer um, years ago. And as an organizer, there's a whole story. And I do tell the story in my book about my personal experience of decluttering. Um, while I was decluttering, um, you know, I came up with a system. It just made sense. Um, so GOPAC stands for group objects. So put like items with like items purge, get rid of what's no longer needed, wanted, maybe it's broken, um, and you're not willing to fix it kind of thing. Uh, um, A is assign. So where are you going to put it? C is contain. And you'll see that C is far down the line. You know, we don't go out and buy the containers, then organize. Right. <laughs> Which is not what I did. <laughs> I bought the Everybody containers does. first. <laughs> Everybody does because it's the, it's the fun part, but that right? should be sort of, and I, I don't like the word should, but the C, the containerizing is the reward for the other work. Oh, and, nice. Nice way of looking at that. I like that. And then K is keep it up. So it's keeping up a system. Yeah. And it's really helpful. I mean, you could use the GoPack method on a junk drawer or an entire house. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it's great. And I think that, uh, I hope you don't mind. I think that we're linking to that as one of the downloads in the show notes. So everybody just, you know, go to the show notes and you'll be able to find these, uh, everything that we're talking about today. But let me bring this back on track instead of um, being all over the place today. And tell us about your book. Like, what do you want? Why did you write it? Um, what What's your purpose for it? And what are people getting out of it? Ooh, great questions. Well, I wrote the book because um, through a personal transformation, first it was the decluttering the home. Then it was, um, I started running. And as a runner, I needed to improve my uh, nutrition, what I was putting into my body. And around the same time, my daughters who were teenagers at the time, within six months of one another, they both became vegetarian. So I'm running, they're vegetarian. I'm like, what, what are we going to feed everybody? So we went through this family transformation of, you know, what we were eating. And I was making smoothies, but I was still putting orange juice in my smoothies. I mean, you know, sure, I, I didn't know. So I learned. And um, through that learning, I became, a, I decided to become a certified health coach because I realized that with these small shifts, we could, we could make, you know, get big results. And I was getting results. Um, the running improved my mindset. Um, you know, for, for anybody who, who runs, I think kind of can um, identify with, you know, you're running and it's like, oh, I really want to stop, but I'm going to run to the next signpost or I'm going to, you know, and you kind of wind up playing a little bit of a mind game sometimes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, 
that's that was the why I wrote the book because I really wanted to illuminate um, a lot of simple ways that people could make these changes. Um, you know, I'm not a nutritionist; I'm a health coach, and nutritionists will get into all of the details of you know what we're putting into our body. You know, the carbs, the sodium, and I do touch on that, but I simplify it to a way that. You get the information and then let's move on to solving the problems here. You know, what, what are the problems? Am I feeling lack of energy, um, lethargic? Am I dehydrated? Because, you know, we all know we should drink more water, but I, you know, in the book put why we should and, and what kind right. of results we can expect from drinking more water. So it's really a guide to, to take the, um, complicated information out of the picture and just get right to how you can get some results. Yeah, um, I like that because food and nutrition can be super confusing, actually. And really, like, I probably have 15 books in my library, and they're all nutrition based, right? And they all say something slightly different. Yeah. So it's like, well, huh, how about that? I guess we just pick and choose what um, what we think is going to work for us. Uh, you, is that how you approach it? Yeah. And I, I, I'm a big believer that, you know, with a lot of things, we have the knowledge, the inner wisdom. We just don't always tap into it because we're, we're told as a um, society to look externally for answers. We're told that we don't know our own body. We don't know our own, um, you know, thinking that, that we need all of a sudden, you know, for other people to tell us how to do things. Yes and no. We can acquire information, but we live 24-7 in our own mind and body. So it's really important. That's why meditation is so big. You know, it's and it because it slows us down, it gives us time to self-reflect, to to feel what we're feeling, to you know, if we're constantly busy, we're not gonna we're not gonna see what we need to do and we're gonna continue to look for that external um knowledge, validation, whatever it is. So take I always suggest to people, you know, take the information and just process it for yourself. Um identify what you need. Um, you know, we can all do better if we eliminate processed food, you know, anything in a box. It's pretty simple. And it's going to have a solid positive effect on how we feel in our body. Um, but it's, you know, it, it is a process to eliminate the processed food, right? right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's about creating new behaviors and new habits. And, you know, that takes work. I mean, to give you an example, I'm creating a new habit for the past three nights because I'm a terrible scroller. You know, oh. I get in bed, have the phone. It's a horrible habit. And then three hours later, I'm like, what the heck? You know, it's <laughs> in the morning and I've got to get up. And, you know, so I've been creating a habit. I put the phone across the room. Um, I listen to a meditation to fall asleep. So I just put an earbud in. It's, it's across the room. I don't have the... Um, I'm breaking the habit of just rolling over and picking up the phone. Right. Um, lights out by 11. You know, I've slept like a baby. Oh, great. <laughs> great. But it's, it's tough. And I, um, you know, I say that because, you know, anyone listening to this conversation understands how hard it is to create 
new habits and, you know, they've tried. So, um, but it's worth the work because then you create one new habit and you can create another. And those habits just build on, you know, before you know it, a year later, you're, you're in a different place. Yeah, you, you really are. And it's, it's what I like to call a cascading effect of good, right? Because by when you stop scrolling, then it's easier to fall asleep at the time you need to, then you have better sleep, then the next morning you wake up with better energy, then you make better choices when you're eating. And it's just like, right, it just, and it goes the other way too. <laughs> I don't like to talk about that, but it happens too, right? So um, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's, and it's, what I see is that you're, you're just aware, right? You're aware yes. of what's going on in your world. And so you make different choices. Yeah. And, and then you, you reap the benefits. Yeah, a lot of, um, a lot of what I teach to are how to eliminate distractions, because there are so many distractions that keep us from really focusing on our own well being. Um, you know, I, I say this, and I, you know, realize that, you know, people may have some judgment around it, but I'm okay with that. I stopped watching the news about 12 years ago. You know, that was a big thing for me because all it did was raise my cortisol levels. And right. My levels. right. I was, you know, if I want to know, you know, I'll read something, I'll look at particular news sources, you know, that are unbiased, that kind of thing. But but it, that's, that's, you know, that's a distraction because it, it is a distraction. It's a train. Well, it has to be because that's, that's the entire, I mean, okay. I refuse to go down this, this path that I'm getting ready to go down, but I'm just going to stick my toe on it. Like <laughs> it is, it is the job of news to be able to keep our attention so that they can, you know, stay in business. Right. I mean, that's how you stay in business. And, and the funny thing is, is I, I get it. I mean, I don't even know if I've ever said this before, but I, I quit watching news probably 30 years ago. Wow. And the reality is, is that I always know what's going on. Yeah. Right. Like people are like, how do you know what's going on? I'm like, eh, you know, I mean, I don't always know what's going on, but I, I have a grasp. You see, you know, enough out there in the world to know what's going on. Or if something big is going on, if there's a hurricane coming into Houston, somebody's going to tell me because they're like, ah, she doesn't watch the weather, but I do watch the weather. <laughs> or I do read the weather is a better way of saying that. Um, but you're right in that background in being a organizer and a person who you know actually taught people how to declutter it brings you brings every all your background together into this new book and i love your book because it really does talk about that i yeah distractions are such a big thing and i mean news is one example you know i i think it Really, again, I'm just trying to be, bring people back to themselves and 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 help them to find a level of calm and peace in their lives, you know. And when we're used to, I mean, I was, you know, on a, on a chaotic feel. I mean, that's why I'm here, right? You know, because right. I'm teaching what has worked for me um, and just what has brought that peace and calm. So if we can eliminate distractions so we can stay focused on how we can improve our own health and well-being, we can be a better person in the world. And I think that's it. You know, we can, um, 
you know, doing all the latest and greatest things and, and knowing everything that's going on, that's great. But do you know what's going on with yourself? So I think right. it's... It, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, coming back and just like bringing us back to our, what I call home, which is, you know, where I, where I go when I meditate and it's, it, it just allows us to, to look at life with a, I guess, an easier eye, a more peaceful eye. And then we can make better choices and act instead of react and, um, if you, I have to, I'm going to tell, tell a story really quick because this is, this is a funny one. So I, um, I meditate most days and about a week ago, I'm sitting there on my couch, I'm meditating and in comes one of my dogs and puts his head across my lap, kind of against my belly. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. You know, I'm, I'm in this meditation and then in comes the other one. And I'm like, oh, they must be tired. They have figured out, I think, when I meditate, that it must feel differently to them because now every time I sit down to meditate, they immediately are there within, I don't know, two minutes. And they're oh. like heads in my lap, all chill. Let's all let's all do this together. <laughs> I love that. My my dog, my he's gone now, but he used to sit with me. Really? Um, yeah, they I think they know. They just Isn't that know. interesting? Because my old dog never did that. She was just like, ah, whatever. There she goes. But yeah, yeah, that's neat. It's neat to know that your dog did that too. So, um, all right. I'm full of stories today. So let me ask you a question. Because this is a question I have to always ask people when they use the word self-care. Self-care mm -hmm. is such a, such a broad stroke. What does that mean to you? And how do you bring it together in your book? Yeah, that's such great questions. Um, for me, because I do like to keep things simple, um, my overall philosophy, I think, in life is like under commit, over deliver. So yes. I try to right. do that even with myself, you know. So again, I can I can say I did well as opposed to berating myself for, you know, not living up to the high expectations. So realistic expectations. But self-care to me um I mean, there's different levels of it. You know, it's it's what I'm putting into my body. It's um, how I'm thinking. Um, it, I mean, it really is mind body kitchen. I was gonna say it's your book, right? <laughs> like it's your book. That's what I was thinking too, because I had a friend who wrote a book called Self Care, and yeah. and it was so different than your book. But when I'm reading, I read hers, and I'm reading yours, and I'm thinking, well, Stacy's book is self care too, because everything you talk about is is really like those things that bring us back to ourselves that it's kind of like a hug, right? Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I, I'm a lot more protective, I think, of, of who and what I bring into my life these days too. You know, I mean, I, you know, 30 years ago, of course, you know, wasn't that way, but I, I, I think I have a lot more self-acceptance too. So part of self-care is really acceptance. Yeah. Um, you know, of where I'm at in life. Um, you know, I mean, it's interesting growing older because, you know, the reflection on, like, it's very easy to say, oh, you know, if I had only done this, if I, you know, and I do have those days where I'm hard on myself, you know, because I'm human and, you know, um, where it's like, ah, oh, you know, if I had made a left instead of a right, you know. Right. But, you know, 
I think that's part of why I felt so strongly about writing a book and, um, you know, about my experiences that just to help people see and illuminate like the, the, the ways that we can be more conscious about how we're living so that when we, you know, when I get to 10 years from now, I can look back and say, wow, good job. Like, you know, I was intentional. I was, um, you know, really conscious about the choices I was making. So it's, it's, a, that's a big question, I think. And I think it's yeah. forever changing. Um, yeah, no, it is a big question. And, you know, the other thing is, is that when you, 10 years from now, that person looks back on today, she's going to be like, thank you. Like, yeah. because of how you were today and, um, you know, the book you wrote and, and the way you are and all of those other good things made her possible. Versus somebody who was, you know, stressed out and cortisoled over and everything else if we don't choose those different paths. Right. So, yeah. So tell us a couple of things. One of them, where can people get your, well, first, before we get to that, tell us about your radio show, because I know you've got a radio show and it's fun. So a little bit about the show, please. Yeah, sure. I, I love it. And it was one of those things where I was a guest and then I was invited to be a host and I just jumped in and I, I love it because I, I get to talk to talk with people like yourself, you know, have conversations that, um, you know, and podcasting is a big thing nowadays. And so, um, you know, and, it, and really that's all about conversations and you can just get to know about people and topics so much more deeply um, when it's organic, you know, I, of course, you know, have questions and things, but I'm come prepared, but, um, but yeah, it's called practical mindset. It's live the third Monday of every month on healthylife.net. But then I download the episodes and put them on my website. So stacycrew.com forward slash radio show. And okay, I we'll definitely link to that in the show notes. Let me make sure. Yep. Okay. I get to talk with so many interesting right now it's just women um i'm i'm thinking about um adding in some some men or male energy to the show as well but you know most recently i had um, a woman on the show who a woman named bonnie compton she is an end-of-life doula now i can tell you you know 10 20 years ago that probably wouldn't have been a topic i was interested in but given that you know where I am. I, and I, I love this woman too. She's amazing. She's, she's uh, also a parenting coach. So I've known her for a number of years and just, you know, to be able to talk about topics like that or talk about um, Dr. Ailey Cohen, she is a rheumatologist. She was a, a traditional internal medicine woman. And now she shifted her whole practice based on her um, mission to highlight how chemicals are in everything. So nice. that was, you know, very interesting conversation. Um, but yeah, check it out. I would love for, for people to check, check it out. And I plan on continuing, hopefully at some point, increasing the number of episodes. But, you know, there are just so many interesting topics and people. And um, I just, I love it. Yeah, a friend of mine started a podcast recently, and she had asked me for some suggestions and things. And about a month after she started, she came back to me and she went, whoa, 
the thing I didn't really believe is what you said about you're going to really love the fact that you meet all these cool people. She's like, I'm meeting all these cool people and introducing them to the people in my life. And it's so fun because it is this like this big, big world where we're all connected mm-hmm. one way or the other, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Tell everybody how they can get your book on all the good stuff about it, because we will link to it in the show notes, but it comes, it's more powerful coming from you. Thank you. Well, Mind Body Kitchen, and I have a copy back here. Um, it is available on Amazon. So of course, you know, it's available in, in hardcover and paperback. Um, and you can get information on my website too, stacycrew.com forward slash books, you know, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, those are the two main places it's available. Um, I would love for everybody to have a copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody should. It's a great book. It's a really it's a really um, it's a nice read, and it's it's provoking in a subtle way. Ooh. It's not like you know it doesn't it doesn't push you, but it makes you think. So yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. So before we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to add or are you like, we said it all? I, I think we said it all. Um, I mean, there's always things to add. I feel like we could chat for, you know, another however long it's been. And I, I just want to thank you so much for, for having me on today. Um, it's been lovely getting to know you. And uh, yeah, hopefully you can be a guest on uh, Practical Mindset Radio. Well, I would love that. And, and I know everybody listening, um, I'm just going to say, check out the book because it's a great book and we'll link to it in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it, Stacy. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness, and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.